All right, on this week's episode of Top 5 with Joey Casada, we're listing our top five Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> what the hell is that? You'll find out. Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada, Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Paul? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top 5. I'm your host, Joey Casada. We have some very special guests. Well, special in a lot of a lot of sense of the word, but today <laughs> we don't have Ernie. We don't have the doctor on because they know nothing about this topic. We got two other guys that are experts on the topic of Magic the Gathering. We got our good buddy, Lou. Say hello, Lou. Hello. What's going on? <laughs> and... Last but not least, he goes by many names. He was originally John. Then he was the bullet head. Then he was the bullet. And then he transformed, I'm not sure how, into the booyah. Here he is, the booyah. <laughs> Say hello. <laughs> what, so what is the origin? So the bullet head, I remember the origin. How did we get to booyah? It was just, I think it was just easy for you to say. Oh, was it Ernie? I know how, I was know, Ernie? I know how, it was Ernie. It was Ernie. Ernie? We, we were playing poker and calling bullet, bullet, bullet. And then Ernie went to reference something to you, Joe. And he was like, what? you know, that other guy, I don't know what, Booyah? Something like, and <laughs> you brought Ernie? that back to the table. That was oh Ernie. God. Ernie. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly where it started. Yes, he goes. Oh, Ernie's you know, not here, that, and he's still here. Is that other guy coming? I said, "Who?" He goes, "You know that guy, uh, the 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 booyah." <laughs> and yeah. and you were the you've been the booyah ever stopped. since, right? And it's I've stuck. been booyah, boo boo kitty, hey boo. It's a lot of names. We've called each other a lot of other names when we played our we card game. That's for sure. Listen. <laughs> the, Listen, booyah is the is the nicest name he's ever been called at the table. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to keep this as clean as we can, of course. But uh, Booyah is a good one for you. <laughs> so, everyone, obviously, I haven't hung out with you guys in a long time. We haven't played Magic. We were just talking off the air. Probably with me since, what, 2014? Yep. Oh, sure. But up March until... 2014. I remember we, the night. Was it March? <laughs> was it a March? Was it March? It was March. Because I, I was redoing... Well, you can't see the room behind me now because... But I was redoing this room... And the next day I was talking to you about what had happened the night before. And you remember that. <laughs> the disaster uh, of 20 yeah. of 2014. Well, uh, Joey, when was your, what year was your son born? Well, he wasn't born yet. I know that. So exactly. Right. That's yeah. why I'm yeah. saying he was born in August of 2014. Right. Then, you, yeah. Right? So then if, 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 if Boo Kitty is turning around and saying that it was, uh, yeah, that it was March. Yeah, I'll take that. Absolutely. But up until that point. Now this is not just a game for us. This was this was a lifestyle for us. We used to oh play. My God. I mean, not only did we play this at least a couple times a month, we would probably talk on the phone at least every day about the game, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah, at some point. Absolutely. At some point you were talking. I mean, I remember going to uh, um, I, when I was working in insurance and I was traveling from, you know, uh, customer to customer getting on the phone with, with, with one of you guys and turn around saying, all right, I'm thinking of this card and I'm thinking of doing this. And what do you think of this general? I mean, it was just, you, you know what I mean? It was like you, like people talk baseball or people talk football or basketball. This was our thing. It was our sport. So a lot of people probably don't even know what magic the gathering is. I always like to describe it, especially like people ask me now, or my kids, I it's a, to me, it's a cross between Dungeons and Dragons and Pokemon. So for people who know Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon is a trading card game. It's, you know, but you play, you play with the cards. They have powers and stuff like that. It's not just collecting these cards. It's an actual quasi board game, if you will. Yeah, I think, I think that's a great, uh, yeah, I think that's a great example. Um, oddly enough, Wizards now owns Dungeons and Dragons. Um and they made, they did a Forgotten Realms set where, it, you know, you can buy in, instead of, you know, the standard cards that we're going to talk about, they made a whole set based on Forgotten Realms that had characters from those books because they own uh, Dungeons and Dragons. So some of the creatures from Dungeons and Dragons, they made into magic cards. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great explanation. What year did magic start? Like 94? Three, four, somewhere around that area, right? Oh God, I don't even know. Yeah, early nineties. Yes, I, I, I actually yeah. know that for a fact. Yes, and and then we started pr probably playing three, four years later, right? Maybe late okay. mid January ninety eight. Ninety is that really when we started? Really? Yes, we're at your brother's house. We we started playing January ninety eight. Crazy. I you, think you, you used a black deck. Your brother used a, I forget, but I I had a blue deck. I was. Terrible. The cards all suck because they weren't. Oh, we, we had no idea what we were doing at no, first. We had no of idea what we were doing. Yeah. We, you know, who I think introduced us to the game indirectly. Um, and again, I don't know. I'm assuming Danny's still friends with Chuck. Chuck, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Chuck oh, yeah. picked it up. Chuck was a high school teacher and picked yep. it up from his students. Yeah, and Chuck and, played with us the first few times, I believe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Times, yeah, yeah. he had he he had been the the Oh, I mean, Liz was playing for a while. Yeah, that bitch. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Do you remember when she spilled half a bottle of wine all over the table with the cards? No, I'm all over Mike's cards. All over Mike's cards. All over right. I think bitch which, might be the nicest thing you've ever called her. Which, just so everyone knows, that's my sister-in-law. Right. Um, she's a lovely woman. We love you. <laughs> but I, I, what was that? Jesus. I, it, uh, she is, but I hated her when we played Magic together. I hated her to no end. Because all she well, wanted to do was hit me and laugh. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, she was she was a little... She had a couple of glasses of wine halfway through the night, and she was uh, having fun. Yeah, great. I wasn't. <laughs> well, the, But the funniest part, you know, you, we, we were talking, I, I guess it was before we actually started, the value of the cards. You know, purchasing the cards, they had value. Um, and they would go up in, in price and people collected them and traded them and sold them. And, and it was very big on eBay for a while. And Mike's deck, I think at one point might've been valued seriously in, in, in the, 
upper three figures, low four figures. I mean, it might have been somewhere between nine hundred and twelve hundred dollars of playing cards, which I know if you didn't play the game or you don't do this, that sounds ridiculous. And looking back on it now, it sounds really ridiculous. Even even, I mean, back then, you know, we're talking (coughs) we started a couple of years after it started. So we started, I believe the first set we started with was Tempest, right? I think we caught the tail end of Ice Age. Yes. No, okay. not Ice Age. No. Uh, we- oh Weatherlight? No. Yeah, what was I think Weatherlight. Something right before Tempest. I forget what yes. it was. Yeah. Yes. But, the, one with the, sli- the one with the slivers were introduced. Right. And But, you know, <laughs> the, the earlier cards from Alpha and Beta and Unlimited and all that stuff were already starting to be worth money. Now, b- back then they were worth a little bit, but now some of those cards in this, those first few sets are worth thousands upon thousands of dollars yeah oh it's insane. like comic books yeah. like comic books right i yeah. mean we were just talking before we got on to how you know over the years you know when we first started playing we had to own the cards we weren't allowed to play with a card unless we own the card so we were all not only buying packs and boxes and ripping hundreds of packs and spending hundreds of dollars on these stupid cards but we were going on ebay and and buying individual cards i remember the very first tournament we ever did I went to I, f- I forget what this what the, what was the place in the city called Proving Ground no Proving Ground might have yeah Proving Ground what, yes. uh, was it wait Neutral Ground Neutral Ground Neutral Ground Neutral Ground Neutral Ground is a restaurant out yes, by us you're right yeah. ne- Neutral Ground and I bought my first big card and I remember I spent twenty dollars on it and I was like I can't believe I'm spending twenty dollars on a stupid card and it was it was a first edition fork yes. Well, I remember four. Yep, I remember that. And uh, card, great card. Yeah, and that was like one of my first big cards because that was a little bit before (laughs) our time. But over the years, what happened was we realized, okay, we're all adults now. We have families. We have other things to spend our money on, and we're not. You know, we used to actually enter tournaments at the local shops and stuff like that. Now we were really just playing amongst ourselves. We figured, why are we wasting all this money buying these cards? Let's just make proxies, which is basically just color copies of each card and use those inside our sleeves you know we use that we have sleeves like these and we would put a color copy inside the sleeve in front of one of the cards and it became the best thing we ever did really well it opened up the game to us you know i think besides tournaments this gave us you know if you got if, if you're listening and you have a uh a regular poker game that you play in, okay? Or you do fantasy football or baseball where you get together and bullshit with your friends. Sorry, chat with your friends. No, shit's okay. Um, okay, shit's okay. <laughs> so you're bullshitting with your friends. Um, this was an excuse for us to get together and, you know, we were newly married or engaged or, you, you know, so you got away from the wives and you hung out and you ordered pizza and you had a six pack and, and it was an excuse for us to get together and the cards gave us something to do and a reason to hang out. So we got to the point where why are we spending a fortune on these cards? We just want to, we got to the point where let's build the best that we can. Let's open up the world. Right. It was, uh, for us. And it wasn't fair. Like if I, if some one of us wanted to go spend more money on some cards, maybe he would have the better deck. It just wasn't, it was stupid. It was, it was so yeah, much better. Once exactly. we said, let's just open up everything to everybody. Now it's about, okay, who has the best imagination? Who can come up right. with the best deck to use? And, you know, that goes into wh- what is this game really about? Like most people don't even know 
how do you play this game? What do you do? So the object of this game is all of the players, you know, the, the regular way to play is we have 20 life. And each player starts with 20 life and you have a deck and you're building the deck with spells and creatures and so on and so forth. And you're trying to eventually kill your opponent. That's, you know, it's, it's as simple as that. Of course, a lot more goes into it. I still think it's the greatest game in the history of games. I think it's strategy wise, it's almost unlimited because every card works off of another card that works off another card. So if you have a 90 card deck, a hundred card deck, whatever it is, all those hundred cards work in, in communication with each other. So if you build it well, if you build it well, right, right. Right. So the possibilities are, you know, almost not infinite, but pretty damn close. Yeah. 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 We, we, and, and once we opened it up and we started playing commander format and the commander format is basically, there's certain cards in the game called legendary cards, and you're only supposed to have one of those per deck. So you take a legendary card, and you made him your general, and you kept him on the side. You could cast him whenever you had the mana, and we'll get to mana. <laughs> but the commander format was you could only have one of each card, and your deck had to be exactly 100 cards. And that really made us think of, okay, if I can only yeah. have one tutor or one source to plowshare, I, and we'll get to those. Swords, <laughs> right? I really have to, 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 to think about how I want to combo this. And you try to combo it in conjunction with your general, like the guy on my shirt, Oral the Miststalker. Oh, that's right. Or oh, I used to uh, hate that bastard. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he's on my list. We'll get to him. <laughs> that was, was, was that the one that uh, every time you put an enchantment on him, he got more powerful? And he was hexproof. He couldn't be targeted oh, by anybody but me. Please, hexproof annoyed me. But, you, but you're so right. So there was a couple of different formats. We gravitated towards this format called Commander, like, like, like the Booyah was just saying, that you had to have 100 cards exactly with this one general that basically the, the colors of the general, there are five colors in Magic. There's right. blue, there's black, there's red, there's green, there's white. The general had to have the colors that you used inside of your deck. So if your general was blue and black, you could only use blue and black cards in your deck and so on and so forth. And that to me is really when we, that's when we really started playing really, really fun because that made it much harder, way more thinking involved. When we were playing where we could just build anything we want, we would play, you'd only, you'd, you were allowed four cards of each in your deck. So you'd put four of everything in your deck. We used to have decks, 220 yeah. cards this big, they would fall over. It was just chaos all the but time. I I also think the other thing, and again, if people don't understand magic, I think you need to explain that the the cards had this color assignment, one of the five colors, um, and the lands, which would generate the energy to cast the card, okay, um, also generated a particular color. When we were playing, you know, with these 200 card decks, generally speaking, we only played one color. One color, right? Why? You know what I mean? Right. Well, well because it was easier. Yeah. You yeah, had all easier. these. You know, I, I gravitated toward green, which were these bigger creatures. So we all gravitated toward a color. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Bullet gravitated toward white, which was angels and knights and that sort of thing. And Joey gravitated towards black, which was death magic and uh, skeletons, regenerating creatures. Once we went into commander, and these legendary cards, these generals had a specific 
uh, color, they were usually multicolored. And because you were restricted by that and restricted to only one, uh, only one of each card, well, now we, that, that restriction expanded our imagination, expanded right. our deck building, because I wasn't restricted to green. My general could do green and black, so now it was okay. What black cards am I going to enter into the deck? How are they going to work with the green cards? I can only use one. So is, you know, when you're down to being able to pick 99 cards and it's really not 99, right. it's a hundred less the general, less the land. You got to take the land out of that. So now you're really only picking, let's say 60, 65 cards that are playable. Well, that's where it got interesting. Well, we were Absolutely. playing 250 card decks green. I mean, if the card was green, I threw it in the deck. It didn't right. matter. It didn't matter. You throw everything right. And, and again, I, and throw, uh, we would just get to it. It was just a much more simple way to play when we yes. first started playing. And don't You're get right. me wrong, it was a lot of fun. And of then fun. one day I came across this magazine, and I I, I don't know if it, I forget what the magazine was called. It wasn't Inquest. It no? was some other mag. I think it was a magic magazine. And they had this new format, which was a fan. Originally, it was a fan-based yes. format. A fan made this up, and it was called Commander, or I think it was even it called, was called something else. EDH. EDH. Elder, right. uh, EDH. Elder Dragon. No, it wasn't. Uh, Elder Dragon Highlander, or something like that. Something like that. That's what yeah, the, the was, fan made it as. Yes, it and was EDH. I just love nice. I just, Sarah, I love, she should. I think she'll be on your list today. Uh, I just loved, I said, wow, this seems like a cool, and we were starting, not starting to get out of it a little bit, but we were, it was starting to get a little stale. At stale. That we needed a recharge. Yeah, we needed a recharge, right. right. And yeah. once we came up with this and we started doing this, then we went, we really went nuts. Yeah. Oh, forget it. Forget it. It took it, it, took it to a whole new, uh, for us, because it, like you said, it was starting to get stale and it gave us something new to consider. You know, when you had a 250 card deck and a new card came out, so you put two or three of them in. You didn't take anything. It didn't matter. Oh, didn't what's matter. the difference between 250 It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> uh, speaking of new sets coming out, that was the we, we used to, especially when once the internet came into play, I'd get texts from or, or emails or phone calls from Joey. Did you see this card? This card? Did you see this card? <laughs> go, go to the Magic yep. website. Look at this card. It's yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait to get my hand on this card. I mean, we haven't played in seven years. I still send a Booyah a text every once in a while. Holy crap, yep. Booyah, look at this card. And I'll just find, like, I, I follow some magic sites on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. They'll post some cards, and I'll be like, I'll be like holy cow, look at this. Can you imagine we were using this when we were playing? Yep. Well, I'll tell you. Um, my son, who's, who's just Joey because we haven't seen each other in so long, 17, six foot two, you wouldn't recognize him. Crazy. I mean, it's just to give you an idea of how long it's been. Insane. But um, he came across uh, Magic the Gathering Arena uh, yes. app or whatever. And and he played and I downloaded it on the computers. And, and you know, we uh, played back and forth. Some of the cards that are created, and I get it because they, they have to kind of update it. What we played with then, you wouldn't even consider playing now. Wow. Okay. I'll give you an example. You know, uh, you could see Sarah Angel is, is behind uh, Bullet now. You know, 4-4 four, four Flyer, Vigilance, um, bad, for five. Bad picture. Yeah. Okay. Four, for four. 
for four, two and two. Oh, no, for five, five, for five, five, right? five. Yeah. Two, yeah. two white and three. Um, now for two white and three, you could get a right. You know, flying five, five, pumpable life. I mean, it's like, yeah, guys, you, you've gone over the top. There's no room for something that's. And again, Sarah wasn't uh, uh, vanilla then. She's not a five-star card anymore. No way. Not but again, and, and that kind of goes into the topic today. So the topic today, we're going to be picking. And again, I, See I how good how, I am. How you guys? That was a nice transition. You're I don't welcome. know how you guys really went to your lists, but I picked not the most powerful cards, no. or I just picked no. cards that I love to play. Yes. For whatever reason, and it yes. could be, you know, like like Lou was just saying, this Sarah was is not a great card anymore. But I remember the Booyah, That's one of his favorite cards. I know that that was one of his favorite cards. So that's when I say let's pick our five top five magic cards. I don't mean the top five most powerful because no. that's you know that's a list would be the, the top five most powerful cards. I don't know if any of the cards on my list would make it. Maybe one of them, but I don't know if all the others would even right. be close. Is yeah, I, I I picked cards based on which that I loved play that we'd be in the middle of a game and I'd draw it. I'd be like, love it, yes. so glad to have it. Just yeah. you, you know yeah. what I mean. Uh, one one of the cards that um uh I have as a, like an honorable mention was a card that I chose because it pissed everybody off. Yeah, of course. I, I hardly. Don't Half the time it confused the hell out of the card. My card confused me. But I love when it hit the table because everybody, oh, come on. Grip, I, really? I also I also find that I'm curious to see what our list, if we have any duplicates and stuff. We were all pretty synonymous with certain cards, too. Like, there were certain cards that I played. Then there were certain cards that, you know, the Booyah played. There were certain cards that you played yeah. and yes. so on and so forth. You know what I mean? It wasn't, and obviously there were universal cards that we all used, too, of course. But... A lot of cards were specific to each one of us, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And and some of my cards are absolutely uh, uh, Lou specific. From, exactly. From when I played. Yeah. Right, right, right. All right. So let's, I mean, I think, listen, if you don't understand magic, you're not going to get it from our, our, you know, from us <laughs> no. talking about it for five minutes. It's no. something, you, you know, it took us years and years to master. It's something that I was definitely super obsessed with. I still think it's the greatest game in the world. I re I really do. I still love it to this day. I was looking through my old box of cards. I gotta, I'll show everyone my box, which my wife decorated for me many years ago. If you guys remember this thing. Oh, yeah. The the, the, the toolbox. Yep. Oh, yeah. yes. No, no, but you got to show the flowers on top. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I remember the flowers on yeah, top. She there put the are. flowers on. Oh, they're, yeah. st they're still on there. I got all the decks inside. Yeah. Color nice. coordinated. Every, I got all my tokens on the top here. Nice. Yep. There you go. Everything ready to go. Yep. Again, and I haven't touched them in. Still in, nice. Still colored. Still ready to go. The, you know, the different color uh, um, sleeves so that you knew which what was what. <laughs> we get the call. We can be ready to go like that. I don't know if I'd be, I don't know if I'd remember to what to do, but I, I'd be ready to go. <laughs> Speaking of decorating, what was our favorite place to go every Friday night before we played? Gary's? Went to, went to Gary's. Gary's. Absolutely. I, I wonder if so. Gary's was Gary's. Uh, our magic shop that? in Brooklyn. Where was it? Sheepshead Bay? Originally, no, right she, originally right uh, Sheepshead Bay. It was right. 
Um, it was originally Sleepsa Bay, and then he moved to uh, Neck Road by yes. the train station. As a matter of fact, here's a little interesting kind of stupid trivia. That train station was used in Bronx Tale when, uh, oh, okay. when the oh, kid goes to see his girlfriend. Yes. He comes off the train, goes to see the girlfriend. Of course. All the guys are standing there, and he gets scared, he turns. Up the block from that, where that scene was filmed, is where Gary's was. I'll never forget. So Gary was like this old hippie guy that Definitely. that that ran this magic shop. He had thirty five cats in the store. The store <laughs> smelled like piss, but we would go there every week. Gary loved us because you know it was us and all little kids in the store. The little kids would be bothering him, but we would come in and spend hundreds of dollars every week. Yeah. Oh, he loved us. So Gary loved us. We even played a couple tournaments in there, and I still have. The the I won a tournament at Gary's once. I got a first edition Charizard. Yes, my, you remember you still that? Have that? I still have it. Never sold it. It's worth about two grand, I think. Wow, nice. Yep, first I edition remember, Charizard. Do you, I, I remember do you remember? Do you remember what came out of what what phrase or moniker came out of Gary's? Was it not sucker? Was it sucker? Stickers. Stickers. Oh, the why stickers. did he call us the stickers? That's right. Because, because when you would try and sell him back cards, stickers. he would say, "You're trying to stick it to me." Right. <laughs> we became the we walked in the sticker. The, the stickers oh my, are here. I forgot Gary came up with that. Mike, right. do you Mike put that when when we were all in his in his bridal party? Remember, we got the jerseys, and it was stickers, the stickers. across the stickers across the that. front. Stickers that, with a K, I think. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and an A. Yeah, stick right. us, right. But that's a that was that was Gary. Right, because we would always try to swindle our our trades Absolutely. with him. Wow. Absolutely on trades. You're trying to you guys are trying to stick me. You're trying to you guys are stickers. We became the stickers. So this is the perfect example why I do this show. I don't care if one person watches it or a million people watch it. It's to I don't I didn't remember that. Remember and that there's right. no way I would have ever thought even thought of it unless we started talking like this. Well, that's the, that's the, you know, it's funny you say that, Joe, when you re reached out, all of that stuff, you know, stuff you haven't thought about in 10, 15 years, like, holy cow, remember yeah. this, I remember, yeah. I remember, I don't know if you remember this, uh, when we pulled up, me and you, I think it was me and you, Lou, we pulled up to Gary's, and he's like unloading this big rack or something. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, come here, grab a hold of this. And, and he got stuck moving right. Gary's furniture into the store. It was, it, was a, it was a wooden comic book rack where yes, you would put the new, the new episodes, the new issues out, sticking out of a convertible. Yes. We pull up. It looked like the, it looked like the big piece of meat in the Flintstones sticking out of the car. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. I go over and said, Gary, can I give you a hand? Yeah, would you please hold on? Give, give me a hand here. I pick up one and he walked away. <laughs> he walked away to go into the store. God, I wonder. <laughs> I want. I can't imagine he's still there through all of this and the pandemic oh, and is. all that stuff. Is uh, he still you, there? No, actually, I don't. I'm trying to think. The last time I went by there, maybe it was because I'm still in Brooklyn. So maybe it was. What was the name of the store? The stand. The stand. Anyone right. that's watching this, if you live in Brooklyn, I know a lot of Brooklyn listeners. Right. If you're watching or listening to this, and you know of a magic slash comic shop, collectible shop in Brooklyn, name the stand. Please let us know if it's still open and send Gary our love. We got to stop. Yes, by there. please. Uh, Neck Road in like East 
said he's 13th or he's 14th. Right. Yeah, somewhere right like over that, there. Yeah. All right. So let's stop. Th- let's stop this stuff and let's start our lists. I'm so Go curious ahead. to see what you guys went with. Lou, let's start with you. We'll start with your sure. number five favorite magic card to use. My number five. Um, you know, I'll, <laughs> because um, it wasn't my favorite card, I'll be honest with you. I put this on the list because it wasn't my favorite card to use, but I just thought it was so integral to when we played, okay? And very simply, it was called Counterspell. Counterspell was a very simple card. It cost two blue um, and it, anything somebody tried to cast, somebody tried to bl- bring into play, completely stopped it. It just made it non-existent. And the reason that, that, I, that I, I used that, even though I rarely played it, was because it became, it was like a bully. If somebody was playing blue, they left two islands untapped, two blue man untapped, and it could shut down the game. And you weren't sure if somebody had it. If you ask Joey, he always had it because always. he had decks up his sleeve, the cheating bastard. Um, but <laughs> but the um, the influence that one card could have on a game absolutely had it, to be mentioned. The ultimate bluff. That's what it was. It yes. was it was the bluff in poker. You would leave those those mana the islands untapped. And if you saw someone that was playing blue and that he had two islands untapped, you were like, son of a bitch. Yep. You couldn't play your card, especially a powerful card, in case he had it. Yep. And, you know, the chances of you having it, especially if we're playing Commander, which you, maybe you only had one counterspell or a variation, right. couple variations of, this, of the same card, were, it wasn't a good chance you had it, but we always had to respect the counterspell. Absolutely. Yeah. Good pick. Good start. Good start. Thank you. All right, Booyah. What do you got? Son of a bitch stole my thunder. That was my number five. Shut up. I told really? You. Was it really? You said we're curious to see which ones we have on our list that is, that is similar. That was my number five. Just because, I mean, I loved it. I loved the bluff factor, but I also loved when you actually had it. Oh, God. The, <laughs> ultimate, the ultimate, unless your card said can't be countered, and for those listening, there are cards that specifically say can't be countered. But unless you have a card like that, that was the ultimate go fuck yourself. Yeah. Even, even from across the table. Because when we used to play, you couldn't attack somebody directly right. across the table from you. But if you knew that a card was going to screw you later in the game, yeah, no, fuck you. Counter spell. Oh, right. with the language. Right. No, it's okay. Language is okay. Content is okay. something we got to look out for. Um, gotcha. So... You're so right. So we used to play usually four player. We used to have us three and and Mike. And, you know, the way you would situate at a table was always different, but you could never directly attack with creatures a guy across the table from you, meaning one player removed. You could only you can only hit players that were adjacent. directly adjacent to you, right? But you could play spells against players across the table from you. But that's so true. The worst thing that could ever happen is the guy across the table from you countering your spell because you'd lose your mind because you he, you were really no direct threat to that person. Oh, that was your biggest that was oh. your biggest argument when anybody did something across the table from you. I'm across the table. I can't even get to you yet. 
It's Why are be, you bothering me? It's going to be two hours before you even see me, <laughs> and you're you're still countering my stuff now? Absolutely. But Booyah, and both of you, I'm so curious because you're going to laugh at my first pick too. Why why regular counterspell? Why do you go with just counterspell? Obviously, there's a million variations. Because uh, it was the original. Okay. Because it was the original. That's it. It was, the, it was the first of its kind. And every spell that could counter a spell, every counter spell type card afterwards was compared to that one. Agreed. It, I agree. But so my number five, and it's so funny how we kind of started off exactly the same. My number five along the same lines, but I always like this one better. And it, because it was the real surprise fact, it was, it's the opposite of what you guys are talking about. When you used to leave those two mana untapped, that was the bluff. Don't right. play, don't you dare play a spell because I can counter it. Right. My card, I would purposely tap out, and my card, I'm going to go with number five, Force, Force of, of Will. Will. Yep. And that yes. is basically essentially a free counter spell, meaning instead of using energy mana to cast it, you could pay one life and discard a blue card and play it for free. Yes. So it was always the one card when you were playing a blue deck or had blue in your deck where you would tap out and people would go, oh, finally he tapped out. He can't counter my spell. I'm going to play the biggest card I have while he's tapped out. I could play a force of will for free and people would lose their mind. I, I forgot force of You're right. People, we, we would lose our minds because you thought spell. you were safe. That's a great one. Great one. But it's funny how we went right to the counter spells, right? Yes. Amazing. Yes. All right, back to you, Grip. Number four. Um, number four for me, uh, I, and I went back to the days where we used to play four-man, uh, you know, anything goes. And like I said, I was, I was a um, – I, I focused on green. Um, any variation, and I, I did a quick research on it, um, any variation of the Mana Elves. Mm -hmm. Okay, and specifically the ones like um, Elvish Mystic or Lanawar Elves or Findhorn Elves, because they were one green, and you could tap them for, for the one mana. green. For usually for one green, right? For one green, right? Yeah. That's I'm sorry. So right, yeah. those specifically, those mana yeah. elves, yeah, because on you, it, it gave you such a head start. Yeah. You know, first turn, play the land, tap it, play the elf. On your second turn, you were one ahead of everybody, potentially three ahead of everybody. Because if you start with two mana, what's that? Remember, we used to start with two mana. When and we, we used to start played. right. And but we used not, to start not, with, not for commander for regular. Right, we used to play regular, regular. Yeah. Yeah. right? But I would never. I wouldn't use the. the I chose the mana elves because I. We wouldn't use the mana elves in commander. They weren't meaty enough, and right. you didn't have enough cards. Um, right. There were a lot of other cards that would give you better speed. But right. in the green deck, it was you would draw your hand and, you know, if you didn't have enough land, but you had a mana elf, you didn't mulligan. You yeah, didn't you trade cards back. Yeah. You were good. You yeah. were good. It gave you sub speed. And it, it always, it was, it was like a security blanket. It was got nothing fancy, nothing splashy, but it was, it was comfort. It was there. Two, two elves, two land. And you were gold. You were getting where you needed to be before everybody else did. And with green, 
you had a lot Especially, of yeah green green everything used to cost a lot a and lot. there was nothing worse and for some reason it always used to happen to the bullet getting mana screwed mm. oh, am i wrong it, it felt like it always happened to him mana obviously you need this energy to cast these creatures and spells and without the energy you could have the best cars in the world in your hand but if you can't cast them they're useless so having exactly. things like mana elves or other things that produce this energy was so important. Yeah, Booyah, Absolutely. you were always getting screwed with mana, right? Yeah, not in Commander so much, but, yeah. but definitely when we used to play early, yes. <laughs> and we used to be screaming, you don't have enough mana in that deck. He's got, I'm telling you, I have enough mana in that deck. Oh, how, how many times did we count? Yeah. Did we oh, yeah, yeah. at the game would end, you know what, Bullet, give me a deck. Give me the counting through 200 cards to see if he had a third. And he did, and he, you know, and he, he usually yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Just didn't shuffle. <laughs> That's <it's shuffle. laughs> all right. What do you got? Number four, number four on my shirt, Ural the Miststalker. When we started playing commander, when we first started playing commander, if you guys remember, I thought we were doing it as a goof. I didn't realize we were serious. And I built this like, Crappy deck, and Joey showed up with uh, what, uh, what was Zor? Zor the Enchanter. Yeah, Zor the Enchanter. Zor the Enchanter. Yeah. Oh my god! And I, and and I remember. So once I said, "All right, well, these guys are serious about this," and I seen Joey's got this Zor the Enchanter that takes advantage of being enchanted. I went and found Oral. So Oral, what was he? He was green, white, and red. Uh, for those listening, he he could be countered but he couldn't be targeted by anybody but me. And for every enchantment that was on him, his power and, and defense went up. So what did he start as a four, four started as a four, four. And if you, if, if I first turn, if, if I played a land and got a saw ring out and, and, and I could have him out third turn and everybody yeah. used to freak the hell oh, out that, it, because you couldn't target him. You couldn't right. do anything with him, Right. And then, and then I would stick, you know, all these enchantments on it, just like what was the rampage plus two oh, plus yeah. zero it's over. and gave him trample. So right. he got plus two for the rampage, then plus two plus two for the enchantment. So he automatically right. became a eight. He was six, an eight six. Eight six trample. It couldn't be targeted. If you got him out early, it, no matter what, one of the guys next to you was was dead was quick. Dead. Yeah. If someone else got some kind of board wipe, you were okay. But one guy was dead almost immediately. And if if I if usually if it was me next to you, I was usually me. <laughs> yeah. Well. No, I never targeted you, bastard. Not ever. No, no. Oral, not ever. That, oh God, I used to hate Oral when he used to come out. We used to scream, counter him, quit. You're not gonna. We used to yell at each other, screaming. How many? How much yelling did go on during the games? Oh, it, oh my it, God. It, it was insane. It was insane. I don't understand how none You're of us got yelling, thrown out of our apartments. There was more politics in that room than in Congress. Oh, we would try to manipulate and talk <sighs> about why that's the right move, why that's right. the wrong move. Don't do that. You have to do this. And we would try. Every, and, oh. No matter what you did, okay, Joey would tell you it was the wrong play. <laughs> well, it's a terrible play. Terrible. I, I play a land. I'm done. Terrible play. Not, not the not right if, move. No, not, if help, not if it helped him. <laughs> you know, right. Well, that that was the other thing. If it helped me, I would never say that was a good move. I would just say nothing. Right. You yeah. say nothing. They go, or, or my my personal favorite was, are you going to let him say that to you? Are you gonna, I'd kick his ass. 
I go in there, shove Earl right in his ass. And you're going to let him say that? <laughs> you usually talk, talk like that, especially later in the night if we were drinking. That would get people fired up. And you, we could get, especially, and because we would play obviously more than one game a night. Right. Think the transgressions that happened in one game would always carry on through the night. So if you screwed oh, someone over in the game one, you, you better look out in game, game three. two. Yeah, exactly oh, yeah. right. Four hours oh, later, yeah. someone's going to do something to you, and they're going to say, you remember right. four o'clock in the afternoon when you screwed me over? This is right. payback. Yep. yep. Remember, I, I wanted that, that other half of the shrimp parmesan, and now you're going to take Earl in the face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, here we go. Right, my, what's yours? my number four. This is a card. I remember when we first saw this card, we were all like this, and we didn't play with it for years. It's an old, old card. We hated it. It was dumb. We were like, this card is crap. Why would we ever use this card? Go ahead. And this card is called the Icy Manipulator. Manipulator. I knew you were going to say it. I knew it. It's new. And if you remember, when the Ring of Geeks came out. Yeah which is essentially the same car, but it had the echo. Remember you had to pay for right. it twice. And right. that was the biggest, most powerful card in Urza's saga. Maybe was, what was that in one of those, right? Which one? One of the, ring, uh, the ring, the ring of Gix. One of the, I thought Urza's. it was just was after years? the Urza. Urza legacy. Maybe, maybe anyway, this ring of Gix comes out, which essentially does the same thing. All it does is tap one permanent. So for people who are listening, when you tap a permanent, that permanent is shut off, basically. A creature can't block, he can't attack, a land can't be used. Anything tapped basically gets shut off. You're basically shutting it off. So this card shuts off one card, but only for one turn, because when you go again, all your stuff untaps. So I remember when Icy Manipula was, you know, was out, we, we never even looked at this card until Ring of Geeks came out. And I remember all the nerds would play with this card, and we were like, this card stinks. And I remember I put the ring of gigs in. I said, I got to try this stupid card wait, one time. Hold on, because we weren't nerds. Paying <laughs> hundreds of dollars a month, spending no, every I mean, weekend. We weren't the nerds. No, 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 no. I mean the, the real nerds. The guys who were doing all of that and knew how to play the cards. Right, they the were real the nerds. nerds. Yeah, oh, the you, real nerds. You should have heard my wife's comments when I pulled out the box today and told her I was doing this <laughs> podcast tonight. But... So anyway, I played this Ring of Geeks, and I said, "This is gonna—it's gonna suck. It's not gonna be good." And then I realized the power of this card. Where at the end of a turn, yeah, we are at the end of your turn. I tap this. I shut it off for a whole round, and then I untap, and I get to tap another thing. This card, and then I went back and realized that Icy Manipulate was even better because you didn't have to pay for it twice, and you could just start screwing people over left and right by just shutting off one card and that was more of my game i never loved to attack but i would love to open lou up for the booyah's attack right so at the end of your turn i would tap your creature and if the so the booyah would go i would untap he couldn't attack me because i could just tap his creature but right. you're now tapped he could attack you so i would it's the perfect name of the card. It's the manipulator. It manipulates the gameplay. It was just once I realized that was the first card that made me start playing that way. I used to play black all the time and I used to, it would be more chaos stuff, but the manipulator is what caused me to start really manipulating and targeting the game to you for you guys to hit each other while I sit back. 
Yep. So we're up to my number three. Yep, your number three. All right, so uh, Bullet mentioned my number three. And again, not although this happens to be a, a great card, you just loved drawing it or you loved having it on your first draw. And it was Solring. Oh, yeah. It was, it would, it cost one colorless. So any matter that you had, you could put this in, and it's called a splashable card. You can put it anywhere. Okay, it didn't matter what color. And for, you, you know, you tapped one mana and you brought this into play. You but could it use it immediately. It was an artifact. We want to explain what an artifact was. Well, other than it's be, it was colorless. Right. Artifacts it, are basically, like you said, colorless cards. Any color mana energy works for these cards. So these types of cards, much like the Icy Manipulator, could be used in any deck for any reason because they were very versatile. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Solring, again, it was, it was a speed card. You, on your first turn, you played a land, you tapped it, you brought in the, the, the Sol Ring. Next turn, you, you had three, four, you had, you know, four mana with your next land, three mana right away. It just, yep. the, the speed, and again, there was almost never a bad time to draw it. Unless you were really late game and you already had eight or nine mana. And yeah. other than that, I, you were always excited to draw that because it couldn't hurt you. Especially, it was so important in the opening hand. If you drew oh. that, you were golden. You yeah. know, it, to start the game, you draw seven cards. So those seven cards essentially become your opening hand playing. So if you had that card in your hand, you knew immediately, like we were talking before, you would not be mana screwed almost no matter what at that point. Because you chances yeah. are you'd have one or two of your regular mana plus the Sol Ring. You have four mana. Your deck should almost, no matter what, be running at that point. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, again, when we were playing, especially when we were playing four man and, and we had much bigger cards to, to cast, you know, when you needed six mana to start bringing out the heavier creatures or some of the, the cards that did, you know, that had more bells and tricks and whistles and stuff like that. Um, that first turn, that early, uh, uh Sol ring, like I said, you have three lands because otherwise you were reshuffling. Yeah. So you had three lands. You had a a, a sovereign. Your opening hand had five mana, and you had yeah. five mana by by your third turn. And especially yeah. it was with commander, in when sometimes the the name of the game in commander was to get your commander out. So yes. To get your commander out, like an oral second turn, second turn oral, the game was essentially over. Not only that, and, I, and, and you bring up Commander, one of the, the rules in Commander is if your general died, you didn't lose him completely. He went into this, what was called the command zone, and you could bring him back, you could recast him, but there was a penalty, and the penalty was too colorless. I don't know if you guys remember. Because yeah, it's been two so extra long. mana. I did it not remember two, that until you just said it. It was two extra mana. Wow. The Sol Ring paid for that. Yeah. Yeah. So you weren't stuck turning around saying, oh, you know, later in the game, you always had that too. Watch, it was in your yeah. back pocket. Yeah. It was there. Yep. So Sol Ring, again, nothing flashy, nothing, but you loved drawing it. It was a staple. So yeah. it, it made my list. Great card. I believe, I'm sure all of, almost all of our decks eventually, once again, it's one of those cards where you don't even realize that it's that good. But then yep. when one of us started playing with it, and I don't even know, maybe Mike was the first one that started playing with it, but I don't remember. I don't remember who started playing with it first, but once you see the power of a card used against yep. you, you yeah, go, oh, yeah. especially an artifact, you go, oh my God, got to throw that in every deck. 
And it was, yeah. I think it was, it was either common or uncommon. Cause I know I had one early and I yeah. did not do this, the, the, the spending and the eBay stuff that you guys had done. Yeah. I had that card early and you know, just, you know, like squeeze toy was, you remember squeeze toy? No, I don't. What was, was squeeze toy? Remember squee was that goblin. Oh, squee. Yes. Goblin. Okay. And squeeze toy. You, toy okay. You, you squeeze toy and you, <laughs> and you tapped it. To give, you know, like a creature plus one, plus zero. It was, everybody had it, tried it, and then dumped it. It wasn't that good. Right, right. Solring was another one where everybody had it, used it, and said, you, you can't build a deck without it now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was one of those, it was, it was one of those common, or like I said, uncommon cards that you were going to come across easily it, it, and, it, and, and it use was, it eternally. It was so good. That that's one of the cards where it got. It was so good that it it was almost too good because now every deck, every one of us built had the saw ring in it. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you didn't have it, you were an idiot because it was such a great card and it was universal and versatile. You could use anytime, anywhere. You got to put that in. Yeah. Yep. Great pick. Thank you. All right, Bordet. What do you got? Number three. All right. What was my favorite creature type? Dragons. Dragons. Wrong. Whoa. What was my what was, what, what, what was the first creature I built a deck around? Was it angels? No. Slivers? Uh, slivers. Slivers. The crystalline sliver when that came ah, out. Yes. Was was my Nirvana. Crystalline sliver. The cr worst. For those for again, for those watching. You gotta explain, you gotta explain what a sliver was. The, the whole concept. Slivers are a creature type, and they're like a hive mind, like the Borg. So all you nerds out there, like me, will know what the Borg are. We are not nerds. They're a hive. <laughs> they're uh, we geeks. How's that? Better. They're they're a hive mind. So if I play a a muscle sliver, that's a green sliver. All slivers get plus one plus zero to their strength. Then I play a, a red. I forget what it was called. The it's it's a sliver that gives all creatures haste. So now. Any sliver I play has haste. The heart sliver, I think, was the that. haste sliver, right? The heart sliver, yes. And and that heart sliver now has plus one, plus zero from the muscle sliver. And the muscle sliver now has haste. They shared the powers. Right, they shared powers. And the crystalline sliver, all slivers cannot be targeted by spells or abilities. Essentially made your slivers, unless somebody had a board wipe card, unstoppable and so basically when he played the he used to play the crystalline sliver we used to start screaming either someone better counter it immediately or, or if you have any destruction cards you better start killing his slivers before it resolves so when it when a spell is cast for people who don't know magic when a spell is cast again this is something i haven't thought about in, in seven years either the stack, the stack. started to form <laughs> how many, <laughs> how many off, arguments do we argue about the stack <laughs> well and if you realize you you saw yourself you did this the stack for some reason at the table the stack always started over our heads <laughs> the stack always started all right i play this why why, why and you, you why are you starting up here for some reason right stack always started up here but it's the, the stack was was the the basic rule was whatever was cast first um last was out. first in last out would resolve right. last right would re resolve last so it was first in and last out so when you talked about the stack it was he would cast the sliver 
Okay, then you wanted to cast the counter spell, right? Up here, right. the counter spell on top of it, so that the counter spell happens to the sliver, right? And it's just the arguments over how what the stack priority. worked. Oh, it was unbelievable. Oh, God. But again, that's some of the greatest stuff the arguments and how all of that's what it, we're not playing checkers. This is a no. game that was there was so many twists and turns of this so game that rules. your brain would be hurting by the my brain was hurting looking at the cards today like how the hell did i build these decks i don't even remember, remember the hours that i used to put in building instance? decks what remember when they had interrupts and instants and oh, that was really God. confusing so they that changed was all the instants. then they changed everything to instants which were basically right. interrupt speed right whatever right. Unbelievable. yeah but yeah so with crystalline sliver would come out we would start screaming you you better start doing something. Everyone would be screaming at everyone because as soon as that sliver hits and resolves, we can't do anything to all your creatures. Yep, that was that was it was it was insane. Yep. That was that also the slivers also allowed you to really seriously create a theme deck. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You weren't building a dragon deck because they were too big and, and humans were too boring. That all of those cards worked, you know. Joey, you were talking about having the cards work together. Um, you know, we talked of synergy. Slivers, slivers were built what's itself. that? That deck yes, built itself. It, it built itself. You're absolutely yeah. right. And there was the a synergy plenty, was built. There was plenty of theme decks, like you said, humans and dragons and angels. But Nothing it was like that. it was just in name. The, the, yeah. They would never counteract. They would never play with each other, and they, you would never use the abilities of one to enhance the other. Slivers were the first of that kind. Yeah. Somebody somebody uh, created stat blocks for slivers for Dungeons and Dragons, Joey, and poor Lou's just waiting for me to throw them at him. Ooh, Absolutely. I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, right. That was a good one. All right, my number three. Again, more along the lines, like I said, once I found that icy manipulator card, I loved to manipulate the game. I love to especially, and this was always people would go crazy i love to slow the game down yes you did <laughs> and yes, you did. last thing i wanted was grip throwing the saw ring out and throwing three big creatures on the board early I, that's right. the opposite of what i wanted i wanted right. to put, make the game crawl along so i can build everything that i needed to build to end the game right and this this card always was a card that no matter how big the game got if i dropped this card everything would slow down and that is the winter orb oh my god yes i fucking hated that card yeah it was just it just uh, i i built the deck to play <laughs> right so the winter <laughs> i'm orb getting was, aggravated now it was such a <laughs> fu card because it would slow the game down immediately it basically and i would i would try to time it perfectly where if everyone's casting all these big spells Everyone's using all their mana, seven, eight mana. Everything's tapped. I would play the Winter Orb, which meant you could only untap one mana a turn, which essentially meant you could not cast spells almost at all anymore. It would take you four or five turns before you can cast one spell, and then you'd be shut down again for another four or five turns. You motherfucker, you'd always wait until all of us were tapped out before you play that. <laughs> well, that was the point oh. of it. Oh, everybody tapped out. Okay, it went to roll. Son of a bitch. <laughs> right. And it was the other thing, and it wasn't expensive. It left you with your mana. Um, and if you remember correctly, the synergy like you were talking before, which is what I loved most about magic, building synergy around cards, 
I used to use the ISA manipulator to shut my own winter orb off right before I went. So I would right. get to untap everything and then the winter orb would activate again and you guys couldn't. And once I right. got those types of combos going, I could lock up a game for hours. You know, there's a reason that I haven't seen you in years. <laughs> I now remember. I now remember. Oh God, I love <laughs> even if I didn't win, I just love doing stuff like that. I love it. Yeah, but that yeah. was, you know, but again, that's you know, you, you spoke about uh, feeling that this is one of the greatest games ever made. What made it great was finding that strategy. That was not a strategy. You, you know, there were people who never played that strategy with that were, you know, fast and loose and and you know, yeah. Uh, if you're part of the community, you talk about aggro decks and, 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 you know, things along those lines where it's completely, you, you, you could have, you could have approached this anyway, any of, uh, of, uh, a million different ways, um, and finding that, and you felt a, a real sense of accomplishment when you found that combination that worked, that did what you wanted. And you found it's like, in your case, I can shut this game down completely now right it's nothing happens that i don't want to happen and you know there were always times where certain one of us if he played oral or if i did something like this the game would immediately turn three against one absolutely oh, yeah. so if i did something like this if i had the winter orb out it would immediately all eyes would go to me and everyone would go to me if he brings oral out with an enchantment on everyone's going towards him so there was always like these big shifts in power yeah. in the game which would cause everyone to focus on one guy yeah which again oh, yeah. i loved more even more about the game every turn one little change in the game one card being played changes everything everyone does for the next two hours yep yeah and two hours is not an exaggeration yeah yeah some games would be three four hours oh, sometimes some games yeah went more than that yeah. we, some games some games it would come down to two guys and we Joey, how many times have we come down to a white versus black battle oh. and we get for two hours and everybody's like, will you put it to fucking Yeah, game? yeah somebody yeah. concede. Yep. Because the other two idiots would just be sitting there waiting, waiting for us to finish, right? Oh, that's when we would start taking the top of the index, look at what's coming yes. up. Oh, oh, oh he, yeah. all right. We will, uh, yeah, it's over. He can't win. Yeah. I just looked at his next 20 turns. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, this game's going to go on another four hours. God damn it. Yeah, oh. right. All right, back to you, Lou. Number two. Okay, so where number two, I chose uh, Teferi, Mage of Zalfir. Um, because Teferi was... Uh, blue, right? Teferi was blue. But that Tef I love that deck. Tell me, tell me what Teferi did again. Teferi made all of my creatures have flash, and you couldn't cast anything uh, except as a sorcery. So I could cast, I could cast my cards almost at any time I wanted to, and you could only do stuff on your turn. So right. counterspell was Torture. done. Yes, he shut. Ah, okay. It was one of these control what, cards that. What was flash? Uh, flash let Instance. you cast a creature as instant speed. Oh, it's yeah. right, instant speed. Okay. Right, right. So what? But the reason I I chose to ferry, besides the fact that I loved playing that deck, that was really I think the first. Um, and that was, it was, it was my second or third commander deck, but that's when I really sat down and said, how am I going to build this deck that works on this general strengths? That's when I really yeah. started um, a, a better brand 
of deck building. Okay. Finding cards that would uh, accentuate his ability or his ability accentuate that card. So, you know, that deck um, had, you know, card drawing that couldn't be countered. Yep. And, you know, creatures that could come in, you know, something that had an ability when it came in and was a little bit bigger because I could do it on your turn and then on tap. Of course. Okay. Be playing stuff, playing I, stuff I as instance made all the difference in the world because now people, you know, if you're playing stuff on your turn, I can prep for it. I have a right. whole turn now. I, you give me a turn to prep for something, chances are I can figure something out. Right. Playing stuff as instance on the end of my turn right before you go, and then right. you're able to use it, all the difference in the world. Now oh, it's yeah. a surprise. Yeah. You can't, it's like, you know, it's almost like seeing NFL in an NFL game. If I see the play coming, right. I could build my defense and call the right defensive play to, to counteract it. But if I don't know what play you're going to call, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. So, so I, I, I chose the fairies number two because it changed the way I looked at the game. Yeah. Um, as a deck builder, changed, sure. you know, changed it completely. And it was, it was one of the few decks I had that when I, you know, what are you playing? And I turned around and said, everybody would go, oh, yeah, again, it's, it's I don't want to be bothered with this. And that, a, there's a certain pride in that. It's one yep. of those cards where like oral two, like the manipulator, I mean, like uh, the orb, when you play that card, zoop, all eyes yep. go to you because that card is affecting the whole, the whole table, every player yep. at the table. Yeah. And what was fortunate about it is that because it slowed you down, I was able to, you know, you couldn't counter it. And if you no. were going to do something on your turn to it, I, well, I was untapped. I was, everything I was doing is on somebody else's turn. Yep. I was yeah. at the end of your turn so that I was prepared for anything you came back. It That's, was a different type the, of deck building. It's the name of me. the game. You're speeding yourself up and slowing everyone else down. Yeah. So That's it. just because of how it changed the way I looked at the game, that's why I chose to ferry. Yeah. Great. Hated that card. Jesus Christ. Love that card. I, again, another card. No idea what it did until you, until you said it. Now I remember it like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. All right, Booyah. What do you got? Number two. All right, so Lou, Lou mentioned something just now that his deck had card drawing. So, listen, you can have all the best cards in the world. If you can't get to them, you, you're not doing anything. And if, like you said before, when you get mana screwed, so how do you get to your cards and not make yourself a target? How do you, how do you put a card out there that lets you look at the top three cards of your deck, but yet it's such an innocuous card that nobody really gives a shit and is going to try yeah. and get rid of it? Yeah. Sensei's Divining Top. Absolutely. When we when we didn't play with that card, that card came out when we were playing Commander. Yes. For one mana, I forget what was it. Tap one and look at the top three cards of your library and put them put back them in back any order. In any order. I mean, and it was one of those things where artifact, right? Yeah, it was an artifact. It was one of those things where you would look at it and say, "I know that's a bad card for Bullet to have out, but I got to save this disenchant for for Mike's my, Gauntlet of Might." I can't wait to oh. disenchant on Sensei. Yep. But wait a minute. Didn't Sensei also have the ability yes, I could that you could zero and swap it? And you could swap it. So even if you did get to that point where you went to disenchant it, yeah, I could take it off the table in a response right. and right. put it on the top of my deck. Oh, put it on the top. That's right. You put it on and the top of your deck. Card. And, and unless somebody could force you to put a card on the bottom of your deck. Or you needed two cards to do it because 
Right. right, because of the stack. Right, right. The stack. The stack. You needed two I cards. Put this, I put Sensei here. This goes here. And that goes there. Right, right. Because Sensei, you had you had to I tap activated. to put it on the top, right? Yes. Yes. You could look for right. free. Look for free. So I would, if you, so you again, that's why people never got rid of it. If I would disenchant it, you would tap it, put it on the top of your deck, but you would need another disenchant or something else on top of it. And yes. how many times did that happen? Right. I Never. someone would play the disenchant. You would go. You would tap it to put it on top, and people would start screaming, "Quick! Someone play the Who's second disenchant! Who's got it? Who's got no, something?" And no one ever had it. And yeah. that card was that card because because you you could you could look at those top three and say, "Oh, well, this is a good card, but I don't need it right now. So let me just leave it there, and I'll just yeah. Now I need it. Okay, now I'm going to grab oh, it. it again. It, hey. to, it's yeah, one of those yeah. cards where. You don't realize it doesn't sound that important, but you don't realize the power of it uh -huh. until you play with it and realize, holy cow, I'm looking at three cards where everyone else is just drawing randomly. So, so right. powerful. And yeah. she, I, you, you know, you get, you, I mean, you, you obviously you know what two of them are, but then that third one is there. You could put them back in any order. I mean, it was just. Oh, that I don't need a land decree. right now. I'm going to put this land back here. I don't need that. Yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, was, right. Oh, and you can, you can, you can sit there. It was like having that land in your back pocket or that card in your back pocket because yep. when you needed to find it, well, you knew it was there. Yep. You didn't have to wait. It, 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 yeah. Great, great call. Great choice. Yep. Good one. All right, I got one. Another. So again, I, I'm picking a lot of universal cards that I can use in almost any deck. This card staple in every one of my decks i'm i'm almost positive it's in every deck that i've ever built everyone hates this card when it comes out it hits the table everyone goes oh jesus christ and that's the card that i love to play love to play cards that people do that two words nevin Rawls disc oh yeah. yeah yeah great card again one of it's one of those reset cards where it's the it's the threat of the card is more, almost more powerful than the card itself. It wiped everything but lands, right? Everything but lands. It would destroy everything on the board except your mana, your lands. So, it's, and you had one turn to get rid of it because it would come into play tapped. So, and you had to tap it to activate it. And you had to tap right. it to activate it. So if no one got rid of it that first turn, it would untap and it would just sit there. And I would be, it would basically be telling everyone don't come towards me because if you come towards me with anything, I'm going to get rid of everything. So it was the perfect card to just sit back. And it was like, it was almost like a big giant force field around you. Not to, to disin to uh, confuse it with the actual card force field. Oh, but yeah, there's another one. The, yeah. uh, the disc would sit there and the smartest move, which not everyone always did, the smartest move was to force someone to get activated as quickly as possible. And every time I would say that, you'd be like, no, you're crazy. And I said it every time. you got to make him use it. you, you got to make, make him use it. Absolutely. Sitting there, it's so powerful because I'm just building up, building up, building up my cards. You guys are just going all at each other. No one can essentially play anything because they know the second I activate it, it's going to be gone. I, and I will tell you, the... the um, especially early on when we had first started playing before we had started even playing commander, it was so much more powerful because indestructibility was unknown. It didn't, it didn't the exist. ability yeah. uh, of, you know, Joey's mentioned, you know, it destroyed everything. Destroy is actually a term in the game. There was destroy going off on her phone. Let me go turn it off. Cause I don't know. Okay. What it, is. it was destroy. 
And then there was exile, like removing it completely, uh, removing it from the game. If you had something that was indestructible, destroy didn't work on it. Matter right, so the disc would not work on something that was indestructible. Right. So, but when we first started playing, we were first started playing the cards like the disc. There was no indestructible. Right. It was it cleaned out everything. But you're absolutely right. Uh, You know, and I would argue like. You got to destroy. <laughs> I'm not getting rid of my stuff. No, 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 no. Sorry about that. We'll right. restart. We'll go after him again. Right. There'll no be a 20 minute conversation listen. while you have to force him to use it. And everyone would be like, well, I'm not wasting my cards to right. get rid of it. You waste your cards to get rid of it. And you say, screw you. I'm not wasting my cards to get rid of it either. And then you two would fight and you attack each other. And I would sit back. And, and you would say, yes, of course. I got to be. You know, and the, well, you know exactly which two you're talking about because I, gotta, I, you know, know, I could never okay. agree. I gotta be honest. If I was across the table from Joey, I I actually liked Nevin Rawls' disc. Of course, I liked it sitting there. Again, I don't I, care. Those are I the cards that I, I I like. Those mass manipulation cards. Right. That's the stuff. A, a one time card that does one thing. It's it's limited. These mass yeah. cards that can control two, three, four, five turns of a game to me is what makes the game. Yeah. So so great. Yeah. All right, we're up to our number one. Let me recap what you got so far. All right, Grip, we got Counterspell at number five. We got four Mana Elves, any kind of Mana Elves. Yeah. Three, the Sol Ring. So obviously Grip is is concentrating on Mana here, which is smart. Number two, Teferi, right? That's his name? Yes. Teferi, which is one of his generals. And your number one magic card what do you got my number one well before i do my number one there, there's a couple of cards that i have to mention just no from, no from... we'll do honorable mentions after oh we are one. okay yeah, yeah. i'll do it all right then um it it has to be my my favorite creature of, of, of all loved drawing it and and we stopped playing it when we started playing commander because it didn't fit well in commander but I when exactly i played green one. wait hold I on hold, don't tell us yet you know who he's talking about i know exactly who he's talking about I don't know if I know it's a green yeah, it's a green guy as soon as I say it, you'll know who it is you'll, you'll remember the card does he start with an M yes he yeah. does okay go ahead Multani the marrow saucer of course you gotta Multa, you know right but Multani yep um so so um creatures had a power and toughness okay um that was usually stated on the card Multani had a power and toughness of uh, equal to the number of cards all players are holding in their hands. Which is insane. Now, well, originally originally, Magic was designed and Tournament is designed to play one-on-one. And it's a pretty expensive creature, cost six. So by the time you would get it out, maybe he'd be a three, three, four, four, five, five, because I have two cards, you right. have three cards. Right. But when we played four man, Forget it. and we played all of these big creatures, he would come out and he'd be... 21 21 immediately 18, 18 as he hit the table and and if you could not target him either right and you oh, could right and then the other thing right. is he could not be the target from anybody but you really didn't need that um you know what one of the most fun when we played with tom and all of those guys we remember we had done a couple of tournaments there yeah. i had splashed a little bit of red into my green so i could play pandemonium which was a card that whenever a creature comes into play under your control, it does damage equal to oh, its power yeah. to target creature. So 
if the pandemonium was out, Boltani would come in as a, you know, 22, 22, kill the guy to one side of me and then attack for, you know, right. 17 in the other direction. Yeah. He was insane. And that was one of those cards when he hit the table and it was just like, Go that way. Well, yeah. he, would, he would immediately kill you with one hit. If you can't yeah. block him, you're right. dead. You you're dead in him. one turn. You're dead. Yeah. Yeah, insane. it was insane. I, I I thought he was just um just so much fun to play again. All of these were cards where did you like playing them? Did you like when you found them in your hand? When you drew Multani, you were just oh, like, love oh, this is great. Deadly. deadly. This is great. I can't wait. So that's that's why Multani was my number one. He was my go-to. I loved him. Yeah, loved that and, and again, and when I think of Multani, I think of you. That's Thank the perf. You. That's why I'll it's a perfect it. pick. Yep. Yeah. All right, Booyah. Let's see what you got so far. You had number five, Counterspell. Number four, Oral. Number three, the Crystalline Sliver. Number two, Sensi Divining Top. What do you got? Number one. Just move over. Oh, really? Really. That's what Listen, when we, this, I'm going back to when we used to play non-commander, and we right. used to start with two mana. If I had the oh, right yeah. cards in my hand, like the right lands, especially the ones where you give you know give you extra whatever, the the, the, the mana that that would come out for zero, and you sack it, and you get three mana. The, uh, the oh yes, the yeah. Card. If you got her out first turn, a four-four flyer that doesn't tap to attack. Forget it. And we only had twenty life because that's what we used to play. The right. person to your left or right, if you couldn't deal with a flyer, or as long as it wasn't Joey, and I knew there wasn't a fucking terror there, <laughs> right? That person was dead in four turns, five turns. I mean, yeah, it's just and early on too, like you just said, deal with a flyer. Yeah, there, we didn't have a lot of flying. We didn't realize the power of so early in the, our our magic yeah. journey. We didn't realize the power of flyers. I mean, and and I I kind of. Lou, you remember this. There was a PlayStation game uh, based on Magic the Gathering. And yes. You, 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 you'd cast spells, you'd have mana, and if you got the Sarah Angel out, she'd be on the screen and she would just go, yeah. boom, hit the other player, come back. And do it again, she, right. Because she doesn't tap. And she just Crazy. keep going back and forth. And unless you had something to deal with her, and like the same thing in, in, in the card game, unless you had something to deal with her early, even if you pulled something on the third turn, you finally pulled the sword Saplashes or a Terra. You already, you've already taken twelve damage from her. Yeah, already, yeah. Well, half your life is already gone. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. That was early when we used to play early on, not command. I'm going back to the early days. Fucking bullet, a goddamn first turn Sarah, and and you and if especially if it was Mike and Joey sitting next to me, Mike knew he was getting the Sarah right. Up, right Just up in here. case I had the Terror or the Banishing, like you said. Right. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I know Joey, I know what your first card is. I mean, you guys should know my first card, but let me let Absolutely. me re, let me recap my uh my five first. So my number five, force of will, number four, icy manipulator, number three, winter orb, number two, Nevenral's disc. Number one, I had to pick, you know, the one I picked. I mean, come on. I think it has to be. You you picked the every card. I yeah, mean I there's, you know, when you play poker, there's something called a joker. There's nothing more powerful than the joker, right? Joker is could be anything. Mm -hmm. My favorite card, card in Magic was the Demonic Tutor. Absolutely. Again, it's 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 basically the joker of Magic. I could take this card and go in my deck for two mana and pick any card I want and put it into my hand. Not and even two, two black. Two, right, one and one. One colorless, yeah. one black. 
And it's such a broken card because you could, especially even before Commander, like Commander was good too, but Commander, um, because we only had one of each card, you're not, the likelihood of you drawing that card is obviously not very good. So right. when you have stuff like tutors in your deck, which I try to man- have deck manipulation as much as I could, it just made all of those cards magnified by any amount of numbers. So if I had, before we played Commander, four of each card in my deck, then I would put four demonic tutors, four vampiric tutors, four right. grim tutors, four imperial seals, the four cool tutor. oh, so cool tutors, tutors, diabolic tutors. So all of these cards would essentially be any card I wanted at any time. Right. And I just, I just, over the years, I, I didn't use it as much because of Commander, but the Demonic Tutor was always my favorite because at any situation arise, I knew I had something in my deck to deal with that I could go get it. And you didn't have to show it. Every other, right, every right. other car, every other color had a tutor, like white had go get any enchantment, but I had to show what it was. Right. And it went on top of my deck. Demonic Tutor, you didn't have to show it, and it went in your hand. And it went in your hand, right? Right, well, right. and that, that's what it was, because there were cards that let you get any... There were very few that let you get any card. Because if they... Obviously, if it said you can go get a creature and enchantment, you had to prove that you drew a creature and enchantment. Right, so you, had you had to, to show, show it. it, of course. Um, But even the ones that said, pull any card from your deck, it was always, and put it on top of top. your library. right. You then had to wait to draw it, which and everyone demonic, had a turn to deal with it. Like I said before, when you when you when I know kind of what could be coming, if you give me a turn to deal with it, chances are I could probably deal with it. But if it's a surprise, like the demonic tutor, again, it's sometimes it's about that bluff and that threat mm-hmm. more than the actual card. So if I pull the demonic tutor and I put something in my hand and I have my mana untapped, everyone can just their imaginations running wild. Did I, I this? Did I pull that? Did I pull yeah, this? Did I pull get? that? What did he go get? Right. It was that's why I said, Joey, your your favorite card was the any card. Yeah. It was half anything the, you wanted it to be. Yep. Half the time we were wrong though. Half the time we guessed because you didn't always get a card for the for the current situation. You get a card and think like five turns ahead. Well, that's what I because everyone would assume if if there was a creature hurting everyone, he pulled the terror, he can obviously deal with the creature. Let's not attack him anymore. And I know you're going to think that way. So obviously I'm not going to go for the terror. I'm going to go for something that's going to set me up a couple of turns later. I'll risk you, you calling my bluff and coming after me. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, you that's, had to. That's, 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 I mean, that, that, that was, <coughs> it became, it, I, honestly, it became a staple in, in a lot of decks, especially when we started playing commander. If I had black in my deck, I was putting a couple of tutors in there. And then later on, we had the planner portal, which was a, a artifact tutor, basically. Oh my right? god, that was great! But yeah. it, it had yeah. the echo, so yeah, you had to pay. Yeah, it was six expensive. Twice. It was six. Yeah, yeah it was expensive, but but it, but it was out, it was worth it. If you had the mana and it stayed out every turn, you had a demonic tutor for six. Yeah, that's right. As an instant. Yes. Yeah. At the end of your turn, I go and get anything yeah. you want. Yeah, and you but have it to show it. It, it was a, and a, and as great as that card was, I almost never played with it. It was a it was a heavy nut. It was heavy, yeah. yeah it, it, I had gotten caught with it a couple of times and, and stopped playing it. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Or, or took it down. Maybe we had four and I went down to two. You know, yes, if I come across it, but um again, any card to nut. any card to me where it takes three turns to build up is no good because for me, 
I can deal if if I build my deck correctly, I should be able to deal with whatever you do. If I have three turns to deal with it and I can't deal with it, then my deck stinks. Planner portal, you would tap out for six. Chances are you only had six mana at that point. You tap out for six. You'd have to tap out for another six, right? For the echo, yes. For the echo. And then the third turn, maybe you'd use it on your third turn. So by your third turn, and then you would you'd be tapped out by casting it too. If I can't deal with either that or whatever card you're pulling at that point, it's 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 ridiculous. Yes. Great. All right, let's do a couple honorable mentions. What do you got, Grip? So just real quick, first one I had to mention was, was the Rootwalla. Uh, what was okay. It was what, was a trample? It was oh no, it was a nothing. It was a, it was a two-two lizard that if you tapped two into it became a four-four lizard. But I choose Rootwalla. Because Bullet, for some reason, decided that he was going to give the Root Walla a voice. I mean, I remember, you know, we talk about how obsessed we used to get with the, with the game. I don't, I don't I remember, remember this. Oh, he used, to, he used to go, hello, this is Root. Root Walla. <laughs> the dumbest <laughs> shit. But I remember it. And I remember, you know, we had first started playing the game. And I guess, I think we, th- again, oh, I'll tell you what it was. We thought, we read the card wrong. We thought it was fully pumpable. Tap two and it gets plus two plus two. And we were pumping it through the roof and stuff. And of course, we were playing it completely fucking wrong. Yeah. But I remember, you know, again, how certain things come back as I'm thinking of this list. I thought, oh, while well, I'm bullying with them. And then I remembered when, when John and I, both of us had worked in the city at the time, we used to drive to the train station, not together because we went different times. He had left a note on my car. I thought I got a ticket. It was a note under my windshield. I'm like, you know what I mean? And this is before the tickets were orange. So it looked just paper. I'm like, mother, I got, I got a fucking ticket. I grabbed the ticket. It's a note from him. Hello, this is Root. Root Walla. <laughs> are, you, are you fucking kidding me? I have I remember, no recollection of this. So I, I just had that. to, so it was just one of those, that that I bring up for the, 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 uh, the memory of youth. That was a memory of youth card. When you said you were playing the card wrong, it brought me back to, I remember when we very first started playing, anything that looked like it had wings was flying. Even if it didn't say flying, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Got to fly. Oh, that's of course, that's flying. Absolutely. Right. Oh, (laughs) it's got wings. It flies. Um, So, yeah. So Root Walla was was definitely one of them. And and I will uh, also mention, because um, I alluded to it before, Knowledge Pool. And Knowledge Pool, I, I played it with Teferi. But Knowledge Pool was a card where everybody exiled three cards like under Knowledge Pool. And when you went to cast a card, you would cast your card. Your card would get thrown under Knowledge Pool and you could pick one of the cards out and play it for free. What a pain in the ass. Not only was it a pain in the ass, it confused us every time. <laughs> every time. Wait a minute. Which card? Can I play my card? Who put this under that? It just, it yeah. was just, a, it was I remember. just fun to play. It drove everybody bananas. Yeah. So those those would be my two out of that. One for, for nostalgia's sake and one for that card that, you know, when it hit the table, everybody was like, fuck it, I don't want to play. Grip, take the game. You win. Right. Yeah, it's play. just what it wasn't worth the headache to try to figure <laughs> out how the hell right. things worked from there on out. And, and especially if people tried to counter, 
I put a counter in there. Okay, I'll play this counter because there's this when counter. When does that counter be played then? How does that right. work? You're right. Because stuff was underneath. I know I put the counter in there. Who took the counter? Right? I mean, it was fucking, it was nuts. That was great. It, it was nuts. So those those would be my two honorable mentions. Just yep. for, for good. those. Two totally different ones, but good. I like it. All right, Booyah, what do you got? I got two. All right, so you remember you used to play black. Mike used to play red. And Grip used to play green, and nobody cared about Grip. Ever. Ever. So the ultimate fuck you card for you and Mike, especially when it's two of Oh, I know right. it. Here we go. The Paladin and Paladin and Vec. Protection red, protection black. Yep. Protection for red, protection for black. Two, two, little green, little blue. Game no, was two, over. Little white weenie card. Yeah. Bring it out, put an enchantment, drop an enchantment on him. Forget it. Oh, look at this, a flying enchantment. Yeah, put it on him, and that was it. And he's the reason. He is the reason why I discovered Nevin Ross disc. disc. Yep. Because yep. my black deck could never do anything to him. I had nothing right. to do anything. I could never get rid of him. And nope. I researched and researched probably on the toilet, reading inquest, <laughs> reading every card I could for hours upon hours until I found something as an artifact that could destroy it. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one. And card. then, and then, my honorable mention for the worst card ever that that somebody thought was the greatest card ever. Uh oh, Eron the Relentless. Oh, the worst. <laughs> he was terrible. <laughs> he cost three red and two to cast. He was a five-two trample, and he could regenerate for three red. You have to yeah. keep all this mana. Terrible. Yeah, he was. He was. He was the worst card. <laughs> Mike and, liked and him he, so much he named his pet he after named him. Named his lizard after him. He named a lizard after him. And it was just every time. Why do you think that's a that's Mike? That's a terrible card. Why are you playing that? Terrible. That's Aaron. It's a great card. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. That, so that, that two toughness. That, that two toughness just you knew you had to regenerate him every freaking turn. You know yeah. a card is bad when he came out. You had no not only did you have no fear, but you would actually laugh when he would play him. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yep. All right. What are you at? All right. So, my next? two, much like Grip's first one, this was a, such. I mean, first, I started first with the Drudge Skeletons. Just a 1 1 regenerator for one, just an ultimate block guy. And then those. when the, the Sarah West, Angel the again, yeah. So, the Sarah Angel, once we discovered to discover the power of flying, that you could only block a flyer with a flyer. But a flyer could block a ground creature as well. The yeah. Will of Wisp. Will of Wisp. Wisp. Yeah. Zero one creature. My for favorite all time creature. Zero one for one. Regenerates, regenerates for, one. for one. The ultimate blocker. Not many people had trample except for grip, which meant the extra power went through over the one damage that the Wisp could take. The Wisp could take the biggest creature in the world and just block them every time. Well, we were talking about Multani before. 22-22, coming at you. The Wisp blocked it. Yep. This and little, And the picture was a little dot of light. Yep, okay, just, just a little. <laughs> and the, to me, again, more so than it would block them, it wouldn't block them. Because, because you, I wouldn't bother. Why would you bother attacking? It meant, don't bother coming over here. I could suck up the damage. All day. Go, go that way. Yes. Yeah, if you want to use, if you want to do damage, go that way. You're not yes. going to make your 21, 21 Multani sit there and do nothing because I have my Wisp. You're going to go the opposite direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was the name of my game. And my other 
my other uh i had two i had two other ones so my other one was the maze of if yes which again same thing it's a just a land that you would tap and you'd tap a oh wait what would we do untap it would untap, untap it right, would untap which, the creature which would essentially take him out of combat right right that's what it was there for right and my right. ultimate fu card which i almost made my list but i didn't make the list but my one of my, it wasn't even that powerful because it would wind up killing me more times than it, it than hurting anyone else one of my favorite cards to play infernal darkness infernal you guys darkness. remember that oh my god i hate what that was so infernal it, was, darkness? it was basically hold on i have it right here i'll show you man it was black all mana is now black. And he had to yes. pay the upkeep. He had to pay. But I had, the upkeep was cumulative, one black and one life. So it would be one yeah. black, one life, two black, two life, so on and so on and so on and so on. So yes. I could keep it out for as long as I was willing to pay my life. But then you but, would couple that with uh, uh, life drain. Right. I would you try would to. Drain somebody, yeah. <laughs> I would try to keep my life going. That way I could keep paying for it. Because essentially, while I had that out, if you didn't also have a black deck, which most people didn't, we didn't. Yeah. I was the only person that could do anything until yep. I, I could not pay for this anymore. I hated that. And usually it, it at least sucked up half my life. And if I couldn't win the game by the time I had to end the upkeep, I was usually dead shortly after. Yeah. But it was just always fun to play because everyone would go, ah. Yeah, right. Well, because now I'm sitting in the game and I can't do anything. Right. Yeah. You can't cast worse, anything. That might have been worse than the Winter Orb. Yeah. Because at least the Winter Orb, I knew everything was tapped. All right. I can't. But when I have all that mana sitting in front of me and I can't do a goddamn thing. No yeah. color. You can't produce any color you want. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, boys. And, and that worked on the elves too, because it was all mana that was produced turned Any, black. Anything you, mana producing. It, yeah. Um, what did it? Hold on, let me make sure. Didn't it? All, no, it all, all mana, mana producing black. lands what was produced it? black instead. Oh, okay. Maybe okay. maybe it was a rat a ratted. Remember that? Yes. Oh my god, yeah. Maybe hey, it was a ratted, but this is I the old. Hearing- I remember hearing about a ratted that came out of your ass. <laughs> I remember you turned around and said, No, you, you can't do that anymore. It was a ratted. Look oh, at there look it no up. Internet. Look we it up. A... We had the okay. inquest. That's all we had was inquest. All we had was inquest. We and if no remember, I I used to say now it's in the new inquest. You don't have and, and, and <laughs> no nobody had a laptop that they could just carry around. They just... yeah, no. no nobody had we had we had inquest and maybe at one point we had Mike on web TV. Oh my remember God. web TV? Oh yeah. yes. And remember, we used to even Let's date ourselves. Eventually, we used to start emailing Wizards of the Coast and yes. asking them the questions. Okay, yeah, I'm oh, going to email yeah. Wizards and find out. I remember that. Yep. And I, for some reason, I was always the one to email Wizards, and I would just give you guys the answers that I wanted to tell you anyway. Right? Yeah, he'd email. He'd email himself. He had an email address called Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> remember, we remember after Samantha was born, we played at Danny's apartment for a while. They had yes. the computer right in the dining room. All right, somebody get on Gatherer. Yes. Oh, gatherer. my God, the Gatherer, right. Yeah, great times. We, we played in the we played in the storm that time. Remember, it was we played by candlelight? Yes, yes. Blackout? Yeah, I, I mean, we, we it, it was our th- – I mean, that's that's what Friday night was. That's what yeah. it was. What Infernal are you looking darkness, at, the Gatherer? Infernal Darkness still says if a land is tapped for mana. It produces Where did you look it land. up? The gatherer, gatherer. Still? Yeah. Is it still there? 
Of course, sure. where's it to the coast? Oh my God, the gather is still there. Well, let me tell. Listen, Joe. Let me tell you. Like I said on on uh, Arena, okay. Some of the cards that they have that you'd be, uh, they're insane. It's almost to the point like it's 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 almost too easy. Well, when I was looking through some of my decks, right, I guess right towards the end of when we stopped playing, remember the Eldrazi? Yes. Yes. They were so. I was looking at this. I'm like, oh they my god, I forgot these guys. And Rupu, Kozilek. And, uh, oh my, they were so big and powerful. Insane. insane, insane. Right. They were like they yeah. were indes- they were they were indestructible. And if, if they attacked, you would sacrifice. Yeah, it was so. Everyone, every one of them had these crazy abilities, but they would cost 10, 12 to cast. Yeah. Right, but when you were playing our version of the game, yeah, when you were playing either Commander or you were playing. For man, it would be you could get to the games were going on long enough. You you know, I remember just to give give perspective. Do you remember Curd Ape? Oh my god, of course. Okay, Curd Ape was a one one. Okay, for one red, but if you had a forest and a mountain in play, plus one plus plus one plus one plus one plus two, right? It became a two three. Yeah. It was considered a five-star card. And we were yeah. like, why is that a five-star card? Well, because if you had a dual land, like Tega, that counted yeah. as a forest and uh, uh, a mountain, yep. you put that in, you paid one, and a first turn, two, three creature. That now is laughed at. And but again, that was designed for two on two, right. sixty so right. card, the one on one, sixty most, card deck. Most people who play Magic still to this day in Magic tournaments all over the world. It's all quick. It's one on one tournaments, one guy against one guy, sixty card deck. It's a complete different format than what we played. Mm-hmm. The commander format to me was just way way better. It yes. was not oh, a yeah. speed game. Magic, you know, is a, usually a speed game, one-on-one. Whoever can get their combo off first won right. that game. And don't get me wrong. Me and Mike played one-on-one many a night where I would, when we were still playing for Ante, that I would win almost his whole deck. But, and it was fun, but one-on-one was never the same game as multiplayer was. No. No, I mean, I remember some of the early combinations. I mean, let's take the power, what is it, power nine cards? Right. Okay, that were all mana rush and, yep. and you know the moxes and all of that. Time twister, time, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Right. But there were, you know Ancestral um, Recall. There was the, the 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 you know, again, and and red and green was very popular at the time because you had uh, you know, things like Curdy, but you also had channel, yeah, which you were able to sacrifice uh, for every life you sacrifice, get a mana. Mana. Which okay. was so so big. Okay, and fireball. Yeah, that was the game. Okay, which yeah, was powerful. one First red turn, and X, and however many X you yeah. So if you attacked with the Curdate you, you, on your second turn, okay? And then you- Channel, fireball, game over. You Yeah. You played yeah. a second land, channel for 19. Right. But again, fireball, to me, it's such a different game. game. It's almost a completely different game than what we did. That's, oh, to me, that's yeah. not even fun. That's not even a fun game. Recall and so that that card is insane. One yeah. blue mana, you draw three cards. Three cards. That right. is a good. Yeah. That is a fantastic yeah. card. And I remember when we when we started thinking about those cards. Well, well, everybody gets one for three. You know, it was um, for for black. It was one mana gets you three mana. Yeah. Um, uh, lightning. Uh, uh, demonic demonic crypt, ritual. The the, demonic, uh, demonic dark, ritual. Dark ritual. Dark ritual. Yeah. Yes. Dark, ritual. dark ritual. Uh, redhead lightning bolt. Yep. Green had giant growth. Yeah, that's and right. 
do you you get but you know plus three plus three for one and we were like right. these are good yeah we but never recall. realized that recall oh my god records for one was insane yeah it was insane i was looking through i still have some of it put together i had my dream halls deck where i would just draw basically get to draw my whole deck with extra turns and all that bullshit. i never that? understood how that deck worked <laughs> i st- I still don't you would play dream halls and turn around and say I, do i have to play it out like do you have to right i had to, i had it sitting on the board that i could win and i was like you guys do, you, do i have to play it and mike would always make me play it out because he never believed that i could really do it and you never understood what was going on i never understood what was going on i said wait a minute you're drawing cards i'm supposed to be able to draw cards right isn't that the one you could draw that i could draw that you could draw that i I never understood how that fucking card was that worked. Commander or no. was that regular? No, no that, that was, was a commander. Commander, yeah. What was my commander for that deck? I it didn't remember. matter. It was just something blue. You never played yeah, it. It was. I never needed the commander. It was. Right. A, yeah. It was. Yeah. A, he never plays. He had to get to Dream Halls. When yeah. that hit the table, got it. Like, okay. Do I got to play it? My brain is melting trying to think of how I was making it work. I remember putting that together like. I had Wheel of Fortune in there, all the all the card drawing cards, and see Get if to I, it. I never got it to work. And then one day when I was doing my mock pulls, I finally yeah. got it to work. I'm like, holy shit, can I do this? And, and then I started getting it to work, but it was boring. It was like you know, if I got like you said, if I got it off, the game would be over. But it was no right. fun. But yeah, it was fun right. for me because it was my brain trying to build this deck and make it work. It was. But what was also interesting is that I remember when that card came out. Um, and I don't know if it happened in Commander and, and we, you know, at that point we had the internet and there was Inquest and we were reading articles and all sorts of, of crazy shit. Um, but when that card originally came out, Inquest, who were the, supposed to be the, 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 the professionals, the people who knew, really knew what was going on, right. they gave that card one star. Everybody hit this cost. Why did you bother making this? It's a piece right. of shit. It's, and I think it was a rare I think it, it was, was I think it was a gold card. Yep. It was it was a gold card. It was a rare. And I remember the community was just like, you wasted a rare on this piece of garbage right. and inquest. Right. We're like, this is a piece of garbage. And then somebody smarter than us yeah. turned around and said, No, you, you know, if you take this and do it with this. And you add a little of this. Yeah. Let me show you what you can do. And it, but that's what made the game great. Yep. That's the nerds, the not break. us, the nerds. Not us, no. No, come on. Rather, oh, they were much worse than us. Yeah, I'm reading it now. Rather than pay the mana cost for a spell, its controller may discard a card that shares a color with that card. No, and yeah, nobody, everybody looked at you like, like, okay, how are you doing that? What the, wait, I don't, wait. I, right. Because I would keep, I would keep drawing the cards and having cards to discard to play the cards for free. Right. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was, it was twisted. Yeah. It was twisted. I thought, here's my question. When are we playing? I agree. Now well, I'm yeah, hyped. Right? Now I'm hyped. Now, I, don't, I literally don't know if I would remember how, but I'm telling you, I was looking through my decks today, and I, even with the like some of the new generals I was using, I don't even remember what the fuck these guys did. Yep. It'll come back. I, I played a little arena with my son, and they give you some pre-made. They give you pre-made decks at the, at the beginning, and and you start to pick it up again. Yeah. You 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 really do start to pick it up. I mean, we used to, you know. We were always able to turn around and say, no, 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 wait, you didn't say it's the end of your turn. Back it up, back it up. Back oh, it up. my God, of course. Which you can't yeah. do on, uh, you know, you obviously can't oh, do ridiculous. when you're playing online. Of course, of course. But yeah. um, you, 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 you'll get your rhythm. It's like it's like riding a bike. <laughs> 
Well, let, let's end this, and then we will yes. figure out when we're going to play. This is a Absolutely. great episode. This is a long one. Usually my episodes are short on this, but this was fun. Haven't yeah, you talked, had me. You oh, know I'm talking. No, but I have. we haven't talked magic in, this like you true. said, almost 10 years. I This was something we did for every week, yes. for hours upon hours upon hours. Oh. It was a big chunk of our lives that we haven't done in a while. So it was good to- I get home at 6 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep until- Four and then go see Ellen because we weren't married yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and, wait, and, wait, and then I see her Saturday night. Sunday morning, I get up, drive to Mike's, and we play Sunday afternoon until Sunday night. The, the craziest part is so me and me and Griff lived Except in Brooklyn because Kelly wouldn't play twice in a weekend. You guys would live in. You guys were in Jersey after a while, obviously. And now yeah. I'm in Jersey. I live around the basically around the corner from the Booyah, and we haven't played since. You know how many times I've driven past your block this summer? Insane. It's ridiculous. I was at, I was at Proving Grounds last weekend. We went in, a different way. In fairness, you hustling son of a bitch. You're always busy, Joey. Uh, don't get me yes. wrong. I am. But I got I got time for magic. We'll figure something out. All right. Let's so let, let's, let's, yes. let's wrap this up. Everyone, I can't imagine there's a lot of magic fans listening or watching right now. But if you are... Or if you're interested, email us at top 5 with Joey Casada at gmail.com. You can always obviously find top five shirts on Amazon. Email us your questions. If you think we're the biggest nerds in history, these two are. I'm not remember that. Uh, well, <laughs> but he's a geek, not a not a nerd. Thank you. I'm not sure the difference, but I agree. Listen, this <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I used to get made fun of all the time. All the bands I was in used to make fun of me. I remember when I was in the Kiss Tribute band, we were going to do one of the tournaments we were doing and they were ragging on me. You're going to play a magic tournament. What are you talking about? Like we were, they were all hanging out with girls and stuff. I said, now nah, I gotta go. I got, I got the magic tournament this weekend. Ah! Yeah. Well. So I don't, I was never that type of guy. I got, I got a hundred comic books down here. I got all my toys out. Plus I got my drums and my magic cards. I like a little bit of everything. But anyone, send your emails to top5withjoeycasada at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the episode. Let us know if you want these goofy bastards back on. Maybe we'll do an ep another episode. Dabuya had some to. good suggestions. And maybe we'll do a follow-up if we get some more games in. All right, boys, any last words? No, this is, Joey, this was so much fun. Nice Thank you so everybody. much. This was so much fun. This was good. Awesome. We'll see you next week, guys.